2: and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Moson.
0: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of The Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show jesse at com. Jesse. At jessiekellyshow.com. so I'm going to play it again. Played it yesterday. I got all kinds of emails from guys who are in the military. Uh, obviously, that's a we get a lot a lot of those guys listen to the show. A lot of veterans who are out now listen to the show, and they're all sickened by what's happening. Everybody. And, well, people want to know when's this going to change? Why is this happening? Why is it a big deal? Let's, let's, let's have a frank talk about this. that will be offensive. That's our, that's our specialty here anyway. And I was
1: able to deploy on the USS Gerald R. Ford last fall. And the coolest thing I did on board was to be able to participate in a LGBTQ spoken word night. And I was able to read a poem that I wrote to the whole ship. And that was probably the culmination of the whole deployment.
3: Why does this stuff matter? Why does it matter? Well, it matters for a bunch of different reasons, but let's focus first of all, and probably biggest on people, personnel. Have you ever heard of Mr. Beast? I've heard of Mr. Beast because of my sons. Uh, That's the only reason I know who this person is. Maybe you're saying, I don't know who this person is. Well, look, I will tell you, he's not a beast. He is some YouTuber. You know what YouTube is? It's the the website where they play the videos. So I just like if you know all this stuff, quit nodding, quit laughing at me. I'm explaining it for people who don't know and I only know a little bit. He's a YouTube guy. Now, people like me who aren't big on technology, we struggle to understand this. I know I do, but you should know YouTuber is nothing to laugh at. Because these people make millions of dollars now on YouTube. How do you do that? You put out videos, you get subscribers, then you get paid. I believe this is mostly how it works. You get paid based on how many clicks you get, how many people watch your videos. It'll determine your pay. Chris just said the guy makes something like $5 million a month. A month. You have kids on YouTube, millionaires, right? So it's not a small thing. You can roll your eyes, and I can roll my eyes. It's a big thing. It's a big business. And there's this guy, Mr. Beast, on YouTube. I'm going somewhere with this. Just stay with me. He's on YouTube, and what he does, apparently, according to my son, is he goes around and does all these kind of fun, funny stunts, but helps people, helps people. My son told me recently... He paid for a 1,000 people to have cataract surgery so they can see again. Okay, so it seems like a good good guy. Uh, You know, I'm friends with Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz sat down and played poker with this guy, and Ted and I were talking. He said he's just the most humble, nicest guy in the world. And it's not political stuff. It's just all stuff like this, lighthearted stuff your kids can watch, from my understanding. He's currently going through hell business-wise. Why? I guess he has an employee, some guy who works with him, named Chris. So, everyone's got a Chris who's a burden on them. Anyway, he's got this guy named Chris who works with him, who has decided he's going to cut his penis off and pretend he's a woman. Not making that up. It's real. Now, if you're Mr. Beast... And you've never quote been political, not left, right, anything like that. He does you know stunt videos and, and things like this. Now you find yourself mired in a disaster. Do you defend your employee? Do you stay silent? You, look, where's the win? If you're if you're some Mr. Beast kid, what's the win? What what can you do that they can possibly win? If you stay silent. And the LGBTQ demon mob comes for you and you're a transphobe and you're hateful and you're a bigot and you're a monster and they're attacking you and you're watching all those subscribers that make your money. You're watching them go down. Or if you're Mr. Beast, you can defend your guy. You can defend your guy and say, no, I love him. And now I'm glad he's cutting his penis off. Go trans. Then you watch half your subscriber base walk out on you and disappear. You can't win. Why? Personnel is everything. And in a country like this, that is filling up with mentally ill communists, it is more important than it has ever been to strictly monitor who you bring into your business, who you welcome into what you've built And who you make sure you keep out. That old saying is as old as time. Hire slow, fire fast. Has never been more true than it is right now. Think think if you're this Mr. Beast guy right now. $5 million a month and you're watching your empire be burnt to the ground because you hired one guy who just mentally lost his mind. Now go to the military. Why is this stuff a big deal? Well, a military is not the government. The military is made up of the personnel of the men and women who join the military, who join in and fight it. What kind of military do you have? It's determined by the kind of personnel you bring in. If you're in the military, the kind of person personnel you want to bring in, smart, type A, especially if we're talking infantry, you need type A males, that's what you need so I'm talking hard charging high testosterone let's get it done, that's who you need, you must have those people filling up your military, ambitious, aggressive competitive, these are the people who build a great military that's why all great militaries throughout history are built on competition and discipline and overcome and that's that's how you win, because when it when the shooting starts You have to have that mentality filling up your ranks. I will win. I'd rather die than lose. That way of thinking must dominate your military. The reason this stuff is a big deal is because it destroys your personnel. I was able
1: to deploy on the USS Gerald R. Ford last fall. And the coolest thing I did on board was to be able to participate in a lgbtq spoken word night and i was able to read a poem that i wrote to the whole ship and that was probably the culmination of the whole deployment
3: do you know during pearl harbor when our ships were being bombed by the japanese Do you know what our sailors went through on those ships they were burning alive they were being wounded in horrific ways think about think about being engulfed by you're standing on top of all that steel and all that fuel and then bombs are blowing up and the shrapnel from the bombs and the shrapnel from the ship so you have guys losing their limbs guys losing their heads you have you have nothing but chaos and violence and explosions and insanity and it's the most insane thing in the world and did you know did you know our sailors in Pearl Harbor were heroic Not stopping, not crying, not running, screaming, running around, helping, saving people, get on the guns, shoot back, let's jump in the water, save that guy, type A males, run around, get the job done. Those guys don't want to join the the gay Navy. Those guys won't join LGBTQ night in the Navy to hear this guy read his gay poems. They simply won't join. It really doesn't matter what you think of that guy or that speech. The guys you need to join your military, Navy, Army, Marine Corps, Air Force, and so on. They're not joining. They're going to do other things. You need that high school football player in Wyoming. You need him to join the Army. You, you need him there. That's uh Wrestler, you know what? The Hick in Tennessee, who you make fun of his accent, even though I love Tennessee accents. Ah, look at this guy! Sounds like a, this sounds like a bumpkin. Yeah, that bumpkin's been shooting deer since he was seven or eight years old. That guy, you put him out in the wilderness, he'll build you a camp overnight. You need that guy in the Marines, and he's not going to join. He he watches videos like this. He goes home, talks to his parents. And they tell him to go do something else. Oh, don't get me wrong. He'll be great somewhere. He'll go be a county sheriff somewhere, fireman somewhere. He'll go do something that type A males do, but he ain't joining your military. And if he doesn't join your military, your military disappears. This stuff is a disaster for many reasons, but the biggest reason is simple recruitment. The guys you need, are not coming. And the guys you need to stay in who are in now, They're not staying. I'm corresponding with the lieutenant colonel right now in the army. And man, there's something else happening that you don't know about. You want to hear something really scary? Really scary? We were talking about this last night. I'll tell you in a second. Before I get to that, let me tell you to go get some gold in your IRA and 401k. Let's talk about that really quickly. You work hard. You invest your money. You want to retire someday. You don't want to work till you die. Or even if you do, you want your 401k and IRA to be worth something how how do you do anything about the dollar collapsing? What are you supposed to do about that? It's, you're powerless, right? Yes and no. You can't save the dollar, but you can save your 401k. Oxford Gold will weave gold and or silver in your IRA and 401k, making sure whatever that floor is, is raised significantly. You have to call them, though. Find out how easy it is. Just call them and find out how easy it is. 833- 995 Gold eight three three nine nine five Gold Oxford Gold Group Jesse Kelly It is the Jesse Kelly show. Chris he's saying fame there, right fame? I don't know. It was kind of it's kind of muffled. I didn't I didn't know what he was saying. I, I just like to make it about me in some way. All right, something uh I was telling you before a break, we'll get back to the ask Dr. Jesse questions. Someone wants to know about Joe Biden and impeachment and we'll get to that in a second, but uh, I've been corresponding with the lieutenant colonel in the army quite a bit, and he uh, I won't go into the details of it, but are you going to be surprised when World War III kicks off? At some point it will, right? I'm not saying it's happening tomorrow, but at some point World War III will kick off. Everyone knows that. That's just kind of the way the world works. Are you going to be surprised when we run out of ammunition? You know, the military, they're not only running out of personnel, we have under undermanned units all over the place. In critical units, the infantry units, you got a thousand man infantry unit or it's supposed to be a thousand, they got eight hundred. They, they don't have enough bodies to stack them and or to staff them, and we don't have enough ammunition. That's something we don't consider because again we think back to older times. We think back to uh, anything from from Vietnam to to. The global war on terror to what we really think about is World War II. And we just think about how America just turned into this machine where we're just churning out tanks and planes and and bullets. And and that's, that's what we were. But we're not that anymore. We're going to run out of ammo. Did you know that? It's a reality of life. And we have all these criminally unserious people in charge of the country. President
1: looks forward to having uh, another conversation with President Xi, um, and we'll do that at the appropriate time, we'll certainly keep you apprised of that. Uh, it's important that those lines of communication stay open. Um, uh, the tensions are certainly high uh, right now. Uh, we'd like to see this relationship get onto a better footing, uh, and when it's appropriate for the two leaders to talk, then, then that'll happen. I want to stress, that said, that we are and have been able to maintain lines of communication between our two countries, even throughout all these tensions.
3: The dumbest people, the most craven people, they're running things now. And so you don't have a military focused on doing basics like, oh, I don't know, securing ammunition. Now, granted, I'm glad you're having gay night on the Navy. I'm glad everyone's having to attend seminars to learn how to braid hair. These are very, very important things. But we don't have enough ammunition to fight a war. Ugh. All right. Dr. Jess, can you please explain why Joe Biden has not been impeached? Is there a chance he could or would be? He's the laughingstock of the world. I know VP would probably take his place. I doubt she'd be better. Well, the GOP... The GOP could not impeach him right now because they wouldn't be able to drum up. They don't have a big enough majority in the House to drum up enough votes to impeach him. There are too many low-T GOPers in the House of Representatives. That's one. And the GOP doesn't understand why impeaching him is actually important. And here's why it's actually important. It's not because anything would change in the federal government you'd get rid of president poopy pants and dome would take over and no policy would change nothing would change they're all the same people there's the same people backing and that that wouldn't change anything and so the gop looks at that and they think well it wouldn't matter anyway but what they don't understand is this there's a long game in a different game you should be playing democrats when trump was president impeached him twice going forward If we ever have another GOP president, which I'm not convinced we're going to, but if we ever have another GOP president, Democrats, if they gain control of the House of Representatives, will impeach him. In fact, they're going to impeach him often. It'll be every three to six months they're going to impeach him. Republicans should be impeaching Joe Biden, not just because he deserves it. There's a thousand things you could impeach Joe Biden over right now easily. He's done Horrific things. Trump never even did anything worthy of impeachment. Joe Biden's done a million of those. But even if he hadn't, let's say Joe Biden was squeaky clean, you should impeach him anyway. Ah, Jesse, why? That's not right. No, you don't understand. You look ahead and you understand Democrats will impeach every Republican president going forward many times. So what you do while you have the power to do it is you impeach their guy Why? To water down the impeachment process or the impeachment, uh, the, the gravity of it, you want to water that down in the minds of the public because you understand what they're going to do to your guy, so you do it to their guy, so the public, whenever they hear about another impeachment going forward, just kind of roll their eyes and shrug their shoulders and give it no stock. Now, that's not an ideal place to be as a nation, but ideally... We wouldn't have Democrats conducting themselves like a bunch of rabid animals. They do conduct themselves like rabid animals, so we must respond in kind. But the GOP doesn't think in that way. In fact, if you even brought it up to them, they'd say something because this is one of their main mottos. This isn't the hill to die on. It's the GOP motto. Well, this isn't the hill to die on. Well, we gotta wait. We gotta wait till after the election. Not, uh, not before the election. We certainly can't do anything before the election. They love talking like this. Do Democrats concern themselves with things like that? Have you ever seen Democrats stop? whoa, wait, this would be too much before an election, guys. No, because they understand. Just keep marching forward. Keep moving the ball in your direction. And in the end, you'll come out better. The other side, the GOP, the low T GOP, always afraid to take a step forward. What if I step on a landmine, buddy, you better start moving forward. They're surrounding you. Move forward. Aggressive, offense, preborn. It's part of it. Fighting back for life. Florida, credit to Ron DeSantis, getting ready to sign a six week abortion ban. Oh, we shouldn't do that before an election. We don't stop moving the ball forward and changing the public perception, changing the public opinion because of an election, to say nothing of the fact we don't stop saving lives because of an election. Preborns out there putting in the work, putting in the work in the worst communities, the highest abortion communities. They're in there, and they're getting their clinics firebombed by all these communist monsters, and they're not stopping. It costs preborn $28 to give that young woman a free ultrasound. And did I mention... They also give her care. Up to two years, they don't just toss her to the side when she chooses life. Go to preborn.com slash jesse If you're 28 bucks, it saves a life. 28 bucks to save a life. That's worth a large pizza, right? Preborn.com slash jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, reminding you you can email your questions during the show. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Jesse at com, Yeah, dear Jesse, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this six-week limit bill that Heavy D says he will sign. In my opinion, if he does, then he's signing the death knell of whatever presidential chances he may have had, especially since he signed the 15-week limit bill previously. If he decides to run, Trump will cudgel him with this in the primary, let alone what the commie Dems will do if he somehow survives that. What say you? Okay. This is one of the Florida state reps talking about today
1: it. Today we lead. Today
2: we stand for life. We stand with mothers, and we stand with Florida families. And by your vote today, we change the culture of abortion to a culture of life.
3: Okay, let's let's set aside. I'm actually not going to do a pro life thing right now. You know my stances on it. I, I, you know my. St- th- let's set that aside. Let's deal with this electorally. What what you're talking about the death knell for him electorally. One, if you're concerned about Trump beating, trying to beat him up with it, there's no way Trump would be dumb enough to attack Ron DeSantis in a Republican primary for being too pro-life. And if Trump is that dumb, which he's not, but if he happened to be that dumb, he would get destroyed in a Republican primary. You would watch that huge Trump lead they say Trump has right now. You would watch it evaporate overnight. So even if Trump wanted to beat him up for being too pro-life, he never would. He never would. You must court the evangelical base if you're going to win a Republican primary. And if you come out, no matter who you are, and blast someone for being too pro-life, Goodbye, you're gone. Trump will have Nikki Haley numbers by the time he's done with that. So he wouldn't do that. Now, let's go to the Dems. Let's say Heavy D wins a primary. And he has to go against the Dems. You say the Dems will use it against him. The Dems will use it against him. They're going to run on abortion nationwide. Why do they do this? Because running on abortion is a winner for them. Why is it a winner for them? America has been conditioned since the 70s, to believe that abortion is just simply something you should be allowed to do. We have, we have, a, we have a, a, a society of people who've been conditioned to think that way. Independents, women, even many Republican women. You'd be stunned because uh, I was just as pro-life back when I was running for Congress as I am now, and I never hit it. As you can imagine, I was pretty, for, pretty forward and forceful about it. You'd be stunned how many Republican women's clubs I would go to, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, and I would run into these Republican women who were extremely pro-abortion. You have a nation that's been conditioned for half a century to believe this is a right. That that's just simply, as a woman, I should have a right. You can't take that right from me. Now, what does that mean for us? Electorally, what do we do about it? What should we do about it? Well, one, we should be careful how we message it. You shouldn't go out there as a Republican politician wanting to be president. You shouldn't go out there and speak like me. As I've told you several times, I view one of my roles, if I have any role in this nation, I view one of my roles as yanking the Overton window to the right for the first time in my lifetime trying to change the conversation. But that doesn't mean a presidential candidate, Trump or DeSantis, should speak about these issues the way I do. Because they do have to get that nutball suburban mom who kind of leans to the right. They do have to get her vote. That doesn't mean they should moderate their stance on the issue. It means they should message it in a different way. I can get here. I can sit here behind a microphone. Because I'm not banking on anyone's vote. I'll get some hate mail. Who knows? Maybe someone, I'm never listening again or something like that. But I don't bank on anyone's vote. I can sit here behind a microphone and say that is a life. It's a life at conception. You should protect that baby. Don't you dare murder it. And it should be illegal to murder it. And I I do say it all the time. You can't speak that way if you're Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump. But you can have the same position and say it differently differently. If you're Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump, you can get up and say women and babies, the relationship between a mother and a child is a sacred relationship. And we need to nurture and protect both the mother and the child. And the truth is when it comes to abortion, it's as hard on the mother's psyche for the rest of her life as it is on the child that is no longer there. Now, did I moderate my position? No. No, I didn't. That's how we have to work. We have to work on how we message it. We've failed. Where where abortion has lost us races, it's because the messaging has been horrible and we've been outspent on the messaging. Like in Wisconsin, all cheating aside... People complained that abortion costs Daniel Kelly, and there's no question abortion costs Daniel Kelly because of the way he spoke about it, but also, like we talked about briefly last night, if if I have a message of, uh, I think we should murder all the puppies, take every cute puppy and murder it, and you have a message of, I think we should save all the puppies, well, you have a better message than I do. That's a better platform. Save the puppies, right? But if I have $10 million to run television ads and do mailers and do social media outreach and do, do mass text messaging, if I have $10 million to encourage people, murder those puppies, and you have $1 million to tell people not to, guess whose message is going to go further? doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. The message that gets broadcasted more is the message that will resonate more. I, You know, I've talked several times about how I don't know who I'm voting for yet in the primary. You know how I'll tell you when I decide. I've already told you what's going to determine that. My two things for now, how do you talk about COVID and the lockdowns and vaccine stuff? And currently, just full disclosure, Trump couldn't possibly be failing any more miserably than he's failing at that. And what you're going to do about the FBI. Both candidates have sounded great at that so far. We'll see. We'll see how it goes as we move along. But there's another part of why I'm waiting. And there's another part that I think is really, really important. And it's not the sexy part. It's not the rallies and the debates and the things like that we talk about. Coming up with a campaign team that is smart and savvy, and your fundraising team. This is the ugly part of politics we don't like to talk about because we all we all want to live we all want to live in this naive world of this stuff. Money shouldn't matter. Get money out of politics. Money matters a lot. Barack Obama was a fundraising machine. It helped him win two elections. The Democrats they used that fundraising network to turn Joe Biden into a fundraising machine. Donald Trump needs to raise a lot of money. Ron DeSantis needs to raise a lot of money. And that's difficult. And it takes a staff. And that money is what goes to counter countering Democrat attacks and getting your message out there when it comes to, to things like an abortion ban or a six-week abortion ban. So politically, that's how it is. Abortion is not a loser. We have to recondition the public. We have to be careful how we speak about it. We have to raise enough money so our voice is as loud as their voice, but we continue to march on. We continue to put our money where our morals are, do we not? We continue to avoid spending money with corporations who hate us, and we continue also, there's a second part of that, to seek out corporations who share our values and spend our money with them. Have you done this in the easy ways? There are a ton of ways that are virtually impossible, but there are a bunch of easy ways. Your cell phone's the easiest one. Thanks to Pure Talk, funding someone who loves you versus someone who hates you is as easy as a phone call. If you pick up your cell phone right now, yes, that Verizon phone you have, AT&T phone, T-Mobile phone, and you dial pound 250, you will talk to an American who works at PureTalk, a company CEO, is a veteran. They share your values. They push your values. You'll save money, too. You get the same great 5G coverage as one of the big guys. Dial pound 250 and say, Jesse Kelly. Tonight's the night. Switch to PureTalk. Pound 250. Say, Jesse Kelly. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Am I soft on treason? Ooh, that's it. Let's get to this one here, dear Dr. Jesse. Last night you sounded completely soft on this National Guardsman who stole top secret information and shared it in his gamer world. You almost you sounded almost like AOC wanting to ignore laws. I got your point, but but this dude, if he's the dude who stole top secret docs, should be locked up forever. And he said, P.S. garlic bread from burger buns is just wrong. (laughs) I I cut a sourdough baguette in half, for goodness sakes. And his his name is Mike. One, Mike, I'm white trash, and I will continue to eat my white trash garlic bread until the day I die. We make garlic bread from burger buns in my house. That's one. Or hot dog buns. You never know. If you're out of wieners, anyone have some garlic bread, and you've got some hot dog buns, there you go. All right, but now this guy last night, was I soft on him? I don't think I was soft on him. I, I said he stole the documents, said he's going away for a long time if he stole the documents. What I said was his mistake, his true crime that will get him locked away is not stealing the documents. Being a traitor, being treasonous is no longer a punishable crime in the United States of America. Embarrassing the system or threatening the system. That's the actual crime he committed. As I said last night, Bo Bergdahl left his unit in Afghanistan and walked to the Taliban to join them so he could fight against the army. And Bo Bergdahl, as you're sitting there listening to the sound of my voice, is free as a bird. You can be a traitor. You can commit treason as long as you don't embarrass the system. What this guy did is weapons grade stupid. And he's going away for the longest time in the world. Probably just an insecure kid who probably was probably just clout chasing. He wanted to look, look really important for his buddies. So he jacked some documents and threw them online. And now he's going to rot in a hole forever. But that's not the crime that's getting him locked up. The crime that's getting him locked up is revealing that the Biden administration... Has been lying to the entire planet about the situation on the ground in Ukraine. Apparently, Ukraine is getting its teeth kicked in. They've been lying about our involvement in the war. Wow, well, now we're hardly involved at all. They've been lying about all these things. And what he did was expose that to the entire planet. The system getting embarrassed like that is what's actually locking him up. I'm not looking down on treason, brother. Mark Milley should be in federal prison right now. Mark Milley admitted that he was going to call his Chinese counterpart and warn them before Trump attacked, when Trump was the commander-in-chief. That's high treason. Mark Milley should be locked away in a cage the rest of his life. He should be. I'm all game for punishing treason, but I'm not necessarily game for only punishing the treason that the system doesn't like. The system is fine with treason. If this took place under Donald Trump and some National Guard, and Trump was lying to us about some foreign involvement, and this guy came out and he said, "Hey, uh, here's the documents." That's uh really bad. Trump's been lying. This guy would be on cable news tonight. This guy would already be signing a lucrative book deal this guy would be rich and famous now that doesn't excuse what he did I'm not excusing treason I'm not excusing what he did but going forward I will be adjusting what I think punishment should be for this guy or that guy because two different justice systems which we have now does not make a nation it's why I it's a big reason why I I, I, I love the January sixth people so much. I stand for them. Not because I stand for any vandalism or I stand for any violence or I stand for trespassing or I stand for any of that stuff. I stand for the January sixth people because I watched everyone from the federal to state to local governments. Not only stand by while the Antifa BLM street animals were burning things down, I watched them cheer it on. They cheered. They cheered it on. Those two pieces of trash in New York City who firebombed a Molotov cocktailed an NYPD cop car were looking at 20 to 30 years. They're doing 18 months and they're gone for domestic terrorism. And so a January 6th Meemaw saunters into the Capitol building, maybe walks in Nancy Pelosi's office to fart really quickly. No, I don't think she should be locked in a cage. I don't. I think she should get the same slap on the wrist you gave the street animals. And that's not an ideal place to be as a nation. You ideally want to be... Oh, my voice just cracked. Did you hear that, Chris? Shut up, Chris. You didn't hear it. You ideally want to be a nation of laws. One standard. That's why they have that uh, Lady Justice... That's why there's a blindfold on her, right? And she's always holding a scale. The scales are supposed to be balanced and the justice is supposed to be blind. But that's not the nation we have. Alexander Vindman, remember him? Remember that guy? The guy who illegally released the transcripts of Trump's phone call, which wasn't even a bad phone call with Ukraine. That was illegal. You're not, you can't do that. Vindman wrote a book. Venman is nationally famous. Vinman should be in a dark hole in Fort Leavenworth. So you're going to have to excuse me if I don't want to draw and quarter some 21-year-old gamer dork who was chasing clout. What he did was a crime. It was traitorous and treasonous, and it was horrible. And in a perfect world, I would say, yes, try him, lock him away as an example to others. But if... Only the people who embarrass Democrats are going to prison. That's no standard at all. All right. Speaking of the future, speaking of blowing off some steam, you're going to practice with your Mantis X this weekend. It's a great weekend for it. It's a great weekend for it. And you know what I love about it? I don't have to spend money on ammo. I don't want to sound like Chris, but I really don't like spending money. I don't. Mantis X allows me to not only practice, it allows me to do drills. In fact, because I'm dry fire practicing with my weapon in my home, I can do drills with Mantis X that I'm not even allowed to do at many ranges. I can't go to the range in, in many different places and draw on fire. I can't drop to a knee. I can't practice in the prone. I can't can't practice in various ways Mantis X will have me practicing. My practice with Mantis X is better than my practice at the range. Why do you think the Green Berets use it? Why do you think the Marines use it? Go to mantisx.com and get yours, all right? Mantisx.com. Now, I know what you're sitting there thinking. You're saying, Jesse, where can I buy the anti-communist manifesto? What, Chris? You can buy, you can pre-order the Anti-Communist Manifesto at jessikellybook.com. And I know what else you're saying. Jesse, I hope the show isn't over. Time flies because I have so much fun when you're on there. And you know what I have to say to you? You know, freedom is not free. But the Jesse Kelly show is free. And actually, it's going to continue for another hour before we sign off for the weekend. So buckle up. We got an hour of fun still to go. Hang on.